Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome on into your Freightwaves Now community spotlight. I'm Kaylee Nix, and joining me on this Friday morning is Mary O'Connell, host and writer of our Running on Ice newsletter and show, aka the coolest community in freight. Mary, as always, thanks for joining us. No better way to start a Friday, right? I know, guys. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's lame to not start your Fridays with uh, with all things running on ice. Honestly, it's just kind of lame to not spend your whole Friday thinking about nothing but the cold chain community. Right, because as I mentioned, the coolest place to be in the freight space. And we've got another good segment today highlighting your episode that's coming up later on this afternoon. And we are bringing back a repeat guest this week and talking about a pretty exciting subset of the cold chain, the direct-to-consumer model. And so let's talk a little bit about Grip to start and talk a little bit about CEO Juan Weisel and his company and why he is a repeat guest for us. So first of all, I love Juan. I love Grip. They are fantastic. Um, and I'm so happy that they came back on the show. Um, and honestly, when it comes to direct-to-consumer, specifically direct-to-consumer uh, temperature-controlled freight, honestly, there is no one better to talk to than Juan. Uh, he got his start, you know, helping butcher box and everything like that. So he got his start, you know, saying, hey, consumers, you can, you can actually get things that are cold delivered to you. And so now that, you know, he spent a decent amount of time kind of educating consumers that, yeah, you can get a birthday cake, uh, frozen meat, anything, we can get that delivered to you. Um, now they've just kind of uh, moved from what they started at, at, out as, as like a kind of a software as a service type model of, you know, making sure that you knew how to package things and not necessarily waste uh, dry ice or gel packs or anything like that, how you knew that you were going to get your goods there in the in the in the in the state that you wanted them to get in they actually also opened up this fulfillment center model because their customers just kind of said like can you just do this for us and honestly to me there's no greater flex than your customers coming to you to say can you just handle this thing that you don't even technically do right now but if you could just do it for us that'd be great like to me that is the biggest flex of all time when it comes to direct-to-consumer temperature-controlled goods, I think everybody still has this very antiquated idea of like the original D2C brand, the Swan Man, right? You would see them come into your neighborhood and you'd be like, as a kid, is this the ice cream truck? And then you'd be really disappointed when it ended up just being the Swan Man. But this is kind of the way that things started for us. And that's almost, I think, ingrained in the way that we look at D2C temperature-controlled freight. But companies like Grip, companies, as you mentioned, like ButcherBox and a lot of these food delivery platforms, are really changing up that model and using a unique service instead that is subscription-based or using things that are a little bit more individualized to each person, right? How has D2C temperature control changed in the last maybe 20 years or so? And how is Grip continuing to capitalize on those changes in that market? I mean, it's kind of, to say it's changed is kind of an understatement. It's kind of gone through this mass evolution because like you mentioned, it used to be the Schwann man or it used to be you had to go to the grocery store. And even if you lived like, I don't know, 40 minutes away from the grocery store, you would have to pack a cooler of, you know, ice and everything so you'd for you to put all your frozen goods so you could go home because, you know, popsicles melt, ice cream melts, things start to melt. So um, like, you know, when I lived in a more rural area, um, people would come to town and they would make a whole day of it. It would take them an hour and a half and they had to, you know, keep on, keep all of the frozen stuff that they needed for the month cold. And so, um, you know, we go from something like that or localized deliveries, you know, if there was a Schwann man in your area and, um, 
now I can literally click a button on my computer and a box of frozen meat will show up for me. A box of fresh produce will show up for me. A box of pretty much anything that I wanted that otherwise I would have had to maybe, I don't know, drive an hour, hour and a half. If I don't live in a major city, I would have to drive a distance or it can now just show up at my front door. And it's, you know, not really any extra cost for me, potentially depending on what solution I had before. It's saving me money because I don't have to drive an hour and a half into town. So it's one of those where um, it's it's night and day different. You know, we even um, the group even has kind of the the predictive model of like, for example, weather events. We talked about that, and um, if they know that, okay, well, if we're starting in one state and we're don't destin when our destination's in another, and there's you know a snowstorm in the mountains, um, maybe we either delay it a day or send it uh, send it early if we can, so that way you know that customer's delivery isn't interrupted by that weather that weather front and if that is going to be delayed a day you know that proactive approach of hey due to weather along your route your stuff's going to be delayed today we're very sorry but to me if someone tells me ahead of time like hey there's weather going on you should like we're going to delay your stuff i'm going to be like wow you you remembered that i have an order and you cared enough to check the weather before you left okay all right so it's kind of that full evolution of you know Get, getting people what they want in an easier fashion and also that communication that comes with it as well. One of the other things that we talk about in cold chain all the time is sustainability, right? And I think when you're talking about D2C models, specifically when it comes to these types of maybe regularly scheduled deliveries or things where there is a subscription model in place, sustainability is one of those things that is very highly valued as your customer. So then it should be valued as your service provider, right? What is Grip doing to help promote some of these sustainability practices? Are we talking about reusing cold packs, like maybe doing, you know, we deliver a package and we pull back your packaging from the last delivery that you got, things like that? So it really depends on each individual customer that they have. So, you know, you'll have some maybe that are kind of like, for lack of a better comparison, uh, kind of like that loop system where, you know, if I send you something in uh, reusable materials, you have an empty bag that I pick up when I make your delivery. So that's kind of what loop does for the, uh, the average consumer, but that's on things that aren't just necessarily temperature controlled. So it truly is kind of depending on what that customer wants to do for their own products and their own kind of temperature controlled a aspect of it. But Grip really comes in and says like, hey, you know, you might have been using three ice packs before. Well, if we get your stuff and if you have a major um, market in, I don't know, Illinois, well, we're going to put you in a market, we're going to get you a fulfillment center that is closer to your major market and where most of your deliveries are happening. So that way you don't have to use as many ice packs. You can really cut down on the insulation, other things that you're using. Um, I think they said that most of the points they can get to, they can get to pretty much anywhere in the U.S. within two days of any of their fulfillment centers. Uh, but like 50 to 60% is within a day. And so if I can get in just about everywhere I need to be within a day, then that means I'm not spending as much on keeping things colder longer. It just really needs to get there. It just really needs to survive 
24 hours or less. And that really buys you a lot of time with some of the frozen things. Um, and it's it's just it's it's just so much easier, especially when you kind of have the predicted analytics and you know where things are going to get held up and where they're not. And then um, really their solution has just to come in and been like, okay, you can cut down the amount of gel packs that we're using. We can cut down on pretty much anything, you name it. Um, it's just a matter of kind of, you know, building out the network and figuring out what solution works best for that individual customer. And that's what they do so well is that customized solution. Huh, it's almost like shortening your supply chain is a way to not only better support your customers, but also help out your sustainability goals. Who would have thought? Mary, so of course, we've got the show coming up later on this afternoon. And for people who are wanting to subscribe to your newsletter or to get in with the FreightWaves community, where can they go to do that? Yes, so if you want, just keep watching YouTubes here. Uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe on Freight Waves. Uh, make sure you get those notification bells so that way you won't miss any episode of any show that we put out. But more importantly, if you want to subscribe to that newsletter, you can go to freightwaves.com slash running the nice um, and you can find everything that you want to know about cold chain. You can, if you really want, but you can go back and read everything we've ever published about it. But that would be quite a while. But hey, you know, I can think of no better way to spend a Friday. There you go. You got to watch the YouTube videos on two times speed and then you're going to get caught up twice as fast. All right, Mary, thank you for joining us. And of course, we'll catch up with communities later on this afternoon. Thank you, guys.